This is Southeast Asia Crossroads, an educational podcast from the Center for Southeast Asian Studies at Northern Illinois University. From music to maps, money and modernity, this is where ideas come to life. Hello and welcome to another edition of Southeast Asia Crossroads. I'm your host, uh, Eric Jones, and I am excited. A little different vibe today. Um, we have some some visitors with us uh, in studio. Um, we have uh, Jeremy Lee in Tan and Faith Elizabeth in Tan. Welcome. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thanks. We have some uh, some some real quote unquote youth of Indonesia here. <laughs> um, uh, to, who happen to be in the United States, who uh, uh, we thought it would be a good idea to come in studio and um, talk about uh, added their attitudes. Um, and again, they're speaking for themselves, not for mm-hmm. <laughs> all of Indonesia uh, or the youth in general, but about, about the climate, about the environment, because there's a big, this is off of a, of a global study of youth attitudes towards the climate that was done. And so we thought it'd be a good idea to hear some of their opinions. Um yeah, maybe let's start. Let's start with you. Maybe for our, for our listeners, uh, uh, Jeremy, say a little bit about yourself and uh, um, what you're up to, and uh, how you come to be in this great state of Illinois. Uh, yeah, so um, so I'm here uh, studying computer science and UAC and Urban Champaign. Um, so I just. Really love computers, I guess. If to put to put simply, I just really love computers. Have you have you thought I want to do computers since you were young? Like, uh, well, I, when I was young, actually, I re- really wanted to do more physics, mechanical, like okay. mechanical engineering stuff. Uh, but I found computers and kind of almost through ME to degree, uh, and I just really love uh, computers. It's to me, it's like. Um, it's very broad and very theoretical sense. Computers is almost like a, we are building a human from the ground up, it's almost. Oh, um, right, sort of the, the, the logic and the uh, sort of yeah, uh, I mean, computational. If, right, and if I put a theoretical limit on how computers can grow, it could theoretically, again, very theoretically, it could be a human. So if we start from the very basis, it's almost like we're building a human, a synthetic human in some sort. So it's really interesting. And yeah. it also is very short histories, right? So instead of looking at like uh, thousands or millions of years of human history, we're looking at hundreds of years of hum- computer history. Very brief, but... Well, you'll be on the compact. cutting edge of the great robot takeover, uh, <laughs> as the as science fiction tells us. So. Hopefully, or probably. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be friendly to you. You helped, you helped birth them, so maybe you'll have an advantage in the... You know. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll, be, they'll, they'll befriend you. Um, all right, and, and, and Faith, uh, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, so I'm still in high school, still pretty young in this age. Well, it's just if you call in an American standard, it's like the sophomore of high school, so I'm in ninth grade. Not much, um, but still learning a lot of things. Love music, um, creative. Not m- much big on arts, but I like to do it when I'm like bored or something. Reading is a... It's a pastime hobby for me, so reading anything nice. for me is good if I'm bored around the house. Do, do uh, this is sort of off the question, but do you think are are your your peers in Indonesia are are they big readers? Is reading popular and important? What do you what do you think? 
reading is definitely very important in terms of academics and in understanding things. But I think funny funny thing for me, I think that the boys in my school prefer to read more compared to the girls. I think it's just like um, hmm. I think um, a lot of them just don't like to read but they do read when they have to read i think it's just kind of a joke not for pleasure yeah. as much. and to jump in a little bit because i went to the same high school as her so um it's we are kind of mi- minority because we go to um to international high school so we follow right. uh, the ib standard the international bachelor standard and well even though international bachelor is a european standard i would say the school is the culture is mostly american in fact so i'm so when I went to America uh, back in 2016, I was in that shock. It's like I'm already used yeah. to the culture, in fact, <laughs> to a degree. Uh, some, one of my teachers even said that we are more American than the American people. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I did went, before I went to, in middle school, went to national high school, I did went to national school. Um, and national school, back, w- back when I uh, took it, it's more, uh, I would say they're more... Um, perform based on like mathematics and you know those kind of like uh traditional mm. ac- academic standards so last reading i would say less i'm not, I'm not sure but i think these days they more, are more stem exactly and, yeah. And, yeah it's pushed towards that more yeah well yeah well good well and we'll hit and faith is also uh uh a burgeoning podcaster so uh yeah, yeah. yeah. promote us on your on your network <laughs> there, faith yeah so uh, <laughs> yeah so in our school, we have a student-led uh, club. It's called The Voice, Voice SPH. It's been actually running quite a long time, much longer than I've been in SPH, actually. So it's probably since 2014. It's been there nice. for quite long. But they recently launched, uh, launched their new podcast. They actually just call it Podcast, Voice Podcast. And we only has, um two, three episodes on to the Voice SPH channel which is a general SPH, like SPH LB, because SPH has like different branches of SPH, and they use different types of um, educational systems. So there's like um, one SPH in Kamang, they use Cambridge and also IB. So it really depends which SPH. So maybe we can put a we can put a link in the show notes to the yeah to yeah the, yeah to, the, yeah, to, the, to your podcast as well. Your school. Um, yeah. Well, let's get let's get into the to the thick of it here. Um, this is from a, uh, a very recent um, study about attitudes towards climate among the youth um, and government responses towards that in a global survey from Lancet Public Health in 2021. And uh, so now both of you don't have sort of uh, sort of climate or environmental studies as your main area of focus. I think that's actually more interesting. We're interested in kind of general attitudes. And so um, uh, I, you probably would guess we could assume how someone who is an environmental studies major uh, would 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 feel or be informed, but I think it's perhaps someone who's perhaps a computer scientist to <laughs> what how they think about these things um, is particularly interesting. All right, so let's jump at it. So, um, first question: I'm worried that climate change threatens people and the planet. Um. Well, for myself, um, I'm not that worried, and it's. My uh, the my perspective is that um, yes, in the past, uh, the trajectory has been going to worse and worse climate. But I think uh, younger people and just uh, more business nowadays are kind of pushing that up towards a more healthier climate. So 
uh, in a way, yes, we are kind. In, again, my perspective is that uh, the the climate is not as good as it is, but I think there is uh, quite a bit of push towards a better climate. So we are not that worried. But you think? Well, for me personally, um, as a student, I actually covered this topic actually a couple months ago in my Bahasa class. We did, we were talking about um, weather actually, so it actually came up upon my radar a couple months. We were talking about uh, how does climate change throughout the years and everything, and um, and as a student, I do think about it, and it's something an issue that is alarming. However, it's not like. It is in the brains of students, but not thought often. It's just kind of like I know, but I'm not gonna think about it. Maybe later, kind of situation. Okay, thanks. All right, next question is: Does climate change make you feel in any, any of the following? And for our listeners, there's a whole menu of of kind of um, worried adjectives here. What do what do you? Any of these come to mind? Um. There is some, I guess. Um, I guess there is some uh, degree of fear. That that's, and I think that's normal to, to have that degree of fear. But I would say that's uh, more of inspiration to, f- well, for me and for other people to, uh, when we do, uh, when we do go to industry or we do like lead people, we would do the things that help the climate instead of like making it worse. So I think that's it's a rational fear. Yeah. I think um, I think the only adjective that I would actually use is anxious, but it's not like the type where you worry much, but it's like kind of like I know, like I care, and I should think about this, but um, it's not much thought. It's just kind of like I'm worried, but it's not like my first priority kind sure. of thing. And this leads into sort of the next question. My feelings about climate change ne- negatively affect my daily life, um, you know, Eating, concentrating, work, school, sleeping, spending time in nature, playing, having fun, relationships. Does it affect your daily life at all? Um, actually, not really, because I'm an indoor person, so I really actually <laughs> like to go outside, <laughs> which is the funny thing. But I do kind of like, because Indonesia is a very tropical country, so the weather does get very hot. and But also at the same time, the seasons are not clear anymore because like in in sometimes in the middle of like super hot season it can start raining very heavily and start like flooding so yeah yeah, it can be very confusing but mostly i think a lot of indonesians um would complain the heat because uh it's getting a bit hotter and hotter so it's very uncomfortable for us to like go outside and go out into like work spaces yeah i would uh resonate the same way um it does like Physically, it would affect us. Uh, I mean, if the climate change, if you're raining, that's gonna affect us, obviously. But uh, in terms of emotionally, uh, I, I guess not so much. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. It's. I guess it's uh, as a as a as a father of of youth myself. Like it's. Um, uh, it's not terrible that you're not pining. I don't want you uh, losing sleep, um, uh, etc. Not concentrating. So that's uh, that's that's not a terrible thing. Um, now, now, this is an interesting one. The next question is, um, does climate change make you think of any of the following? I'm hesitant to have children. Humanity is doomed. The future is frightening. I won't have access to the same opportunities that my parents had. That's an interesting one. My family's security will be threatened. Uh, things I most value will be destroyed. People have f- failed to take care of the planet. 
Um, and I would add also um, that you 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 live in Jakarta. Oh, um, she yes. lives in Jakarta. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh-huh. I live in Jakarta. So, so um, sort of Jakarta is famously um, um, polluted. Yeah, is well, well, is also also you know. Uh, Descending into it's losing it's losing um, you know mi- meters millimeters every year centimeters every year, um, and uh, as as the as the ocean levels rise, um, yeah. So so how about that? Does it make you think of any of the following the climate change on this survey? I don't think it's doomed to be saved. Although I think the attitude of people can be changed um, if there's a motivation for people to change. I think, but it is sort of frightening if we don't start, it will start to go down faster because I know um, it's not necessarily the cause of climate change for Jakarta sinking. There is a historical background why it's sinking. It's because it started from the ju- the Dutch, actually. It's not much of climate change, but there is a contributing factor. Yeah, I mean, this is sort of easily Zaman Belanda as well. <laughs> you know, it, it goes yeah. um, on to... Um, but yeah, that less oh maybe over over development hasn't helped in in terms of um, the the w- w- under undermining literally undermining Jakarta and then ocean levels rising. Um, th- now this is I guess uh, uh, you, you can um, you can you can answer this. You can pass. What do you think about your government's action on climate change? How do you feel about Indonesia's um, response to this? Oh, well, I don't have any words because I haven't been keeping with the uh, the policies or the news uh, on what they are doing. Already a budding there. politician, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's the truth. I don't actually follow uh, the politics. I mean, to, to be honest, I actually followed the politics more in, in the U.S. than the in yeah. Indonesia. Oh, I'm sorry about that. It's been pretty, it's been pretty frustrating. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I do think the government is trying to do something. They're putting some effort into this cause, but not much into, like, extreme help on this type of subject because the government does have other issues to do and fix yeah. in, in its politics itself. Yeah, I would say the current term with uh, President Jokowi, it's uh, been, uh, he's been trying to help a lot of issues. So um, I think he does have efforts towards um inf- the environment but obviously that's not right it. and then and then something like covid comes along and right. public health you know pushes everything out of the exactly. way as, as it as it should but like mm-hmm. you know so right the initiatives and like little things like moving the capital um are also yeah <laughs> are also you know big endeavors that have to um take a back seat maybe temporarily um and so the next question is about your your government um response do you think it um, um, the future generation of political leaders are? Can um, do you think they will make good climate decisions for Indonesia? Mm, I mean, in this current situation with our current president, actually, I think it's they're trying their best and they're trying to move Indonesia into they're steering them into a good path. They're going into a good range where people are starting to be aware. And they know what's happening. And actually in Bali, I think they're starting to be uh, more eco-friendly and they're more um, conscious about the use of plastic. And they're trying to actually yeah. ban the use of plastic. But like, and 
sometimes there because like in indonesia we have sometimes people have to pay for plastic bags now and some people are actually actually starting to bring like their own bags and it's actually a good thing that they're trying to use the less of plastic but like it's it's hard to change things when there's been generations of use of plastic but they're trying to change as much as possible in this current situation and i would say logically that also makes sense for the government government because it's I mean, not only for, you know, environment, quote-unquote, um, but also for economically, I think it would make sense because um, a lot of the um, economic incentive, I think, lies a lot in the environment with where the, the tourism, agriculture. So it would make sense for them to put uh, some resource, at least, to uh, developing the impar- environment. Have you have you been um, in, in Indonesia, have you been... Um confronted is maybe the word with um an environmental maybe like uh plastic at the plastic at the beach uh maybe um uh uh, a landslide obviously flooding is sort of more seasonal but um can have have you have environmental um things ever impacted uh a vacation a trip uh, a daily life in in indonesia I mean, like, I remember when, I think it was in my sixth grade year, we were planning to actually do a cho- uh, cho- uh, field trip to Punchak. But, however, there was a landslide there. There, I think it was pretty bad, and it would cause traffic. So we had to change plans into doing a different place for the field trip in my school. And also, like, the, I think this is one of the discussions that I had actually very long ago with m- my parents. I think... Um, before our current uh, mayor, actually governor in my in Jakarta, it used to be Ahok, who is famously um, he was imprisoned after a couple of I think trials, but like um, Ahok actually tried to fix the waterways that were actually plummeted with plastic and everything, but after he was um, imprisoned and the government was changing and everything. Um, the it became more flooded in areas. Um, actually, recently, twenty twenty January, actually, my our house got flooded and my grandma's room actually got flooded and she had to move rooms because her stuff oh no. was getting wet and everything. So yeah, yeah in terms when of, when yeah. was the did your parent when was the last time that area was flooded? Um, it was actually last year, January. Uh, b- but but before it, this is not a regular thing. Yeah, it's not a regular thing. But it's yeah, it's uh. Regular thing, but the magnitude is different every year. Yeah, and just last year was, was really worse. huge magnitude. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, it uh, just happens to be that the rain did, wasn't controlled. Yeah, but flooding in Jakarta, it's kind of a meme. I guess it's <laughs> it's, it's so it's common it's that's a meme. <laughs> it's normal. That's yeah. what we're gonna call it. Yeah, no, right. That's that's that, that's part of the way of life. But yeah, it seems that like th- those those um, extreme flooding events um, will will we'll, we'll, you'll have more of them. Um, rather than less. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. I think in Indonesia, um, the people, uh, most of people are uh, twack. They don't care too much. Um, like, when I'm here in America, like, uh, I went to Madison, right? And Madison is a fairly nice place. And there's, like, uh, well, I went to university. I guess that's part of the reason. It, but there's a lot of environmentalists, like, in the streets, uh, in the building, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't uh, see that a lot or at all in Indonesia. And in Jakarta, you know, um, so I would say it's also like 
a cultural thing or people people don't care too much uh, i'm not sure if it's socioeconomic as a, as a as a cause it's not taken up uh in the way it is in at, at madison right how is is uh is uh uh uiuc um is there is there is there is it uh any cultural differences that with madison uh well uh to say it, i guess to say it nicely um the people in madison is very nice very nice so it's hard to it's and people it, here it is are, a great it is a great one of the great college towns like yes yeah, so uh and here people are i guess uh more normal i guess so in comparison it looks like they're uh, harsher <laughs> but they're just more normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um so the uh you know indonesia is uh it's you know, globally, it's gonna it's it's its economy, its population are gonna be in you know the top tier. It's already G twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's uh, um, uh, it's its weight will um, th- th- those the, that that leadership role that it, that it will, it will play globally will that change any of these um, environmental um, outlooks or 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 will needs for development and sort of Natural resource exploitation um, make uh, if if there's a struggle between you know exploiting one's resources and um, sort of developing at the rate that they want to. Um, who do you think is going to win out? Oh, that's actually quite difficult because it really depends. Because um, politics is actually very involved in that kind of situation, so it's hard to say especially in the situation, but I think the younger generations, I think as the younger generation goes up into the political system, I think it's going to start to change uh, more significantly if we choose the right leaders and everything. But it's hard to say with this kind of current situation where COVID is kind of like blocking our way. But there is an effort to um, uh, save the environment by doing like the smallest things like using less plastic or recycling things or using plastic in such a way that it's not wasted. Yeah, and I would say traditionally Indonesia have been more of in the following other countries, other more successful countries. And unfortunately, a lot of those other successful countries are also uh, offenders, I guess, (laughs) in that sense. Yeah. No right, and that and that's you know if you I mean we were talking about the we were talking about the the the, the Dutch and and you know a lot of the um, you know the the sort of resource resource exploitation um, to get the Netherlands into the first world was 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 extraction from Indonesia at, right. at the cost of Indonesia right so yes clear cutting forest um, sort of aggressive planting monocrop sugar tobacco coffee, you know, cult- cultivation across um, and with with no no regard for um, the health of sort of sort of indigenous people or its resources. And um, the 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 question is how do, and, and you, you know, you, you do that abroad. You go and you uh, occupy a country and colonize <laughs> right. it. Right. And export yeah. its natural resources back. Um, you know, Indonesia uh probably can't do that and, and it's that's probably not um so how does a country move forward um when when um by burning the candle by not being able to burn the candle at both ends at another country that they're colonizing and extracting from right that's the question mm, i mean like uh indonesia's um 
it's hard to say because Indonesia was colonized by a couple of countries. Like uh, before the Dutch, it was the Portuguese, and I think also the British had some moment in Indonesia actually also, and the Japanese. So Indonesia has been colonized actually several times more than the Dutch, but the Dutch yeah. just happens to be the longest in terms of colonizing. So it's hard to say because um, I would say Indonesia's quite dependent with other countries, but they're making a maximum effort in trying to find like allies in terms of trading and everything with China and Malaysia, the the closer countries in our area, I guess, with also big um, GPAs and everything. The uh, Indonesia has some is is unique in so many ways, but one way is that it's it, it's it's climate and environment also have unique factors like um, volcanic activity, um, earthquakes, um, tsunami from the you know related to sort of plate tectonics yeah. and and do does d- does that play on on your mind of your peers' minds like that the kind of geological um, you know. Um, is it a sense that there's a ticking time bomb out there that's gonna? Um, uh, not too worried because um, if you are talking just about that, then uh, Japan would be a great example because Japan, in a sense, is way more violent in that in earthquakes, vol- volcanoes, uh-huh. and that doesn't stop them from being a first world country in a sense, right? So, uh, I think we there is techno there is existing technology that can help Indonesia. Um, whether the leaders of Indonesia want to adopt that. That's you mean like, like sensors and, and kind of early warning well, system? or sensors, early warning system, or even just the infrastructure that can withstand those kind of, um, mm. and, you know, the architecture that can withstand, you know, that Japan has done that for a long time too, so... I mean, like, in terms of volcanoes, actually people... People in Indonesia do like to live beside volcanoes because the land is very um, uh, rich in soil and everything. So farming is um, a big agricultural thing in Indonesia. It makes a lot of crops and people are actually happy living there. And I've watched, actually, I think I've watched a documentary where actually people weren't actually scared of the volcano because they know they're going to get something good with the soil. So it doesn't actually worry their minds much, actually, in terms of that kind of thing. And earthquakes, um, they actually happen quite rare. So even though we're in the ring of fire, it doesn't really come up in our minds much, but the, uh, there's an effort to like at least reduce like damage during this in the time of like emergency, like natural disasters. Because there was one instance in Aceh, the tsunami in 2004, which was actually quite catastrophic in that moment. So I think the government does think that in mind, and they're trying their best, but they still have other priorities to fix up. <coughs> right, and it's hard to... Um, uh, something like a tsunami, you know, it, it's... You don't, you don't know when or where or... Yeah. If, as, as where, something maybe that's right in front of your face, like pollution or um, sea level rise that you can you can see and measure all the time, but um, you know, it's difficult to know. So that's understandable to, to, not have, to not be existentially worried <laughs> all the time about something. That's yeah, it's not like, over. yeah, it's not like, oh, I'm going to have nightmares about this all, <laughs> all night, technically. Well, um, yeah. 
it, it'll be it'll be interesting. Maybe maybe as a as a as a as a follow up, I can uh, I can try to collate some of this and and lay it against some of the some of the global data, and I'll, I'll share that. Um, but uh, um, I want to thank uh, I want to thank um, Jeremy and Faith for coming into the studio, and uh, um, maybe uh, maybe uh, we can have you on as a special guest, uh, Jeremy, if we get a computer science related it'd be good to have some <laughs> or or if you think of like the you know uh, tech related uh, uh southeast asia type stuff would be interesting to yeah to get I a panel s- together right to yeah i would say southeast asia have a lot of interesting tech that is kind yeah. of specialized for that and uh, and and faith will uh will uh will plug we're going to plug your content so this is voices is it right yes voice voice sbh voice sbh and we'll we'll uh, we'll put a link there and then um yeah, and uh, maybe we can maybe we could have a we could have a uh, through through Zoom we could have a joint uh, podcast in the future. It'd be fun to get to yeah. some of your some of your peers together. Yeah, maybe yeah. I can uh, contact my supervisor and talk about it. Yeah, sure. Hey, well, thanks for coming into the studio, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk more soon. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Southeast Asia Crossroads. We would like to give thanks to Tantracoon for the use of his track, Electric Can, and a thanks to our audio producer, Amelia McCoy. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you tune in next time.